So you have this teen girl by the name of Grace Clay. You know, she goes to Babcock Ranch uh, High School uh, out in Florida. And she had dealt with some racism, white supremacy. And I want you to just, just listen to what it actually was said to this, you know, young girl. And we need to get into this conversation about that term biracial. Let's roll. Disturbing <laughs> video shows white female students harassing Grace Clay. She didn't pick her cotton this morning. <laughs> Who's biracial in a hotel room during an away volleyball game? I don't want this to happen to someone else. And according to this log that was kept by students, it has. And I noticed that comments were being said to other people and me, like cotton picker, blackie, favorite slave. The log turned over to the NAACP as evidence shows that one girl called a black student a monkey. Another says he hates gay people. And another saying it's okay to do blackface. I thought we've all moved past this, but obviously not. And this photoshopped picture online shows Grace Clay picking cotton. Now, Grace has a black father and a white mother. Now, on paper, and just really what her genetics would say, that she is a black person, and she also had a white parent as well. And that's fine on paper, and that is the truth. But in American society, I want to repeat that again, in American society, they will let so-called biracials know exactly where you stand, even though Grace is half white, the white females who practice white supremacy did not look at Grace as a fellow white girl, or at least part of their culture. They called her, you know, the names that they called her, saying monkey and cotton picker and everything else, like they would say to someone that looked like me. So using the term biracial, I believe, brings a lot of confusion to people like Grace, who is out here in society, because you tell them they're biracial, or they think, or some of them, tragically, um, thinking that they will be accepted by the other side, and they find out when they try to go hang around, then they let them know that, no, you are black, you're not one of us, because they believe in the one drop rule. What is that? One drop of black blood? You're black, it don't matter how ambiguous you look. You're black. And the quicker that you accept that, the better it is going to be for you, at least if you live in American society. It don't matter if your parent is Hispanic, you're black. It don't matter if you have an Asian parent, you're black. It don't matter if you have an East Indian parent, you're going to be uh, considered as black, especially when you definitely look black. It is, it is what it is. Now, you have some black people who even disagree with me saying, no, they ain't black, they did say that. Listen, until you control American society and you could say who's what, then I will even entertain what you say. But as long as the white supremacist is control of this society, they are labeled as black. It's just that simple. Now you have places like South Africa would say, okay, they wouldn't call her black. They would call her colored, right? That's basically like a quote unquote biracial. They'll call you colored over there. They wouldn't call you black but they have a classification for colored. So like they got a classification for white and black. I know the first time I went there and I heard the term colored, I'm like, colored? You know, you know our history in America with that word, but no, that is a classification for people. But at the same time, you know, I found out there was a time that they could have got out of the color category and say, listen, I want to identify as black. 
And some of them did do that, but some of them did not want to do that. They say, no, I'm colored. I'm proud to be colored and all that. And that's, and that's fine. But at least they have their own classification and that's what they call them. But in America, there's no such thing as that. Either you go, you go are black. If you got a black parent period, I'm definitely, you know, sorry this happened to grace. And I don't want none of our young sisters or brothers to go through anything like that. But you know what I've seen growing up, you have someone like grace be the most hardcore, uh, black person for the community and people darker than me be the biggest, uh, shucking and jiving, uh, sellouts. It, that's, that's the craziest thing ever, right? You know, somebody like grace would be more hardcore for black folks than somebody darker than me. And that's always been the craziest part. But you know, let me know what y'all think about this. Like I said, I, I would want that girl because I also heard the administration. They do not really doing much about it. See, that's why I don't like our children in public school. I don't like it. You know, in a perfect world, all of our children would be in private schools ran by black people and that's it. You know what I'm saying? Cause at least if they have an issue with a child, it won't be because of skin color. It will be because that's just two children just not getting along because that's traumatizing to a child. It can cause these children to have low self-esteem. There's a lot of different issues. I mean, racism has a major effect on people. Why do you think we have colorism, etc.? Because of racism and that disease of white supremacy, because it is a, a, a disease upon the world. White supremacy is a disease. <laughs> it is because it, it creates so many problems for people, physical problems, mental problems. It creates so much that it, it has to, you know, it has to end in which it will end because the time of the white supremacist is almost up. And the white supremacist knows that he knows. But, uh, but you see that those kids were young. I told y'all racism, white supremacy is their culture. Culture is something that you pass down to your children. When you teach your children to have hatred for black people who never lived in the 1950s and forties, didn't live in that time period at all, but yet you act just like those people. You act like the people, the same people that was during slavery. No, it is a heritage. And that's exactly why they keep passing it down. That's why you say, oh, well, it's 2023. Why we do, why is this going on? It's going on because it is the culture. And once you accept that that's their culture, then you will know how to deal with it a little bit better. Listen, in order for me to do what I do, I had to come to some hard realizations. And once I understood the realizations of not just the white supremacists, but all these other groups as well, it makes life for me very easy. I always can tell when a lot of you don't really realize the truth of our position, not only in America, but throughout the world, because you get your feelings hurt. I mean, I don't get my feelings hurt by nothing nobody say when it comes to that. I'm like, eh, it's like, I expect that out of you. No different than I expect a dog to bark.